Hey everyone, and thanks for finding Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast. My name is Wes. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Saeed. And join us as we talk about anime, manga, video games, and pretty much everything in between. And no matter what the episode's content, we promise that you'll have a good time hanging out with us. Without further ado, here we go. Hello everyone and welcome back to Bebop Banter, the internet's premier anime podcast, as we finish up our top 25 anime of all time. My name is Wes and I'm joined by my co-host Demetrius. How do we see with our eyes if our eyes aren't real? And Saeed. Red alert, red alert, according to our intelligence, the kangaroos are in fact planning an attack. <laughs> Uruguay needs to be ready for this inevitable invasion. The leader of the kangaroos, Jack, is plotting world domination. We Jack. must act now. Jack, oh, is they hopping, they hopping all right. Dude, is Jack's favorite song "Rapper's Delight"? Yes, it might be. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I knew mm. it. Uh, stay tuned, everybody. Saeed's gonna keep us up to date with the the kangaroo, the potential yeah, I'll invasion. Keep you guys safe. The kangaroo yeah, invasion. Us- He's gonna look, keep us up we're to We're looking on at it. Australia sideways. We don't know if they're in on it with the kangaroos just yet. Mm. We need an update. We don't know if the kangaroos have taken over Australia. Who's who's the who's the prime minister of Australia? Is there a prime minister of Australia? It's probably Kangaroo Jack now. Oh, true. In his red hoodie. Scott yes. Morrison, dude. Scott Morrison. Yes. If you take if you take Scott Morrison and you switch the letters around, it's gonna spell kangaroo. Just watch. but anyway everybody we we will keep you up to date on this breaking news story but thank you all for listening to the the chunky episode last week the absolutely chunky five uh honorable mentions and then 25 through 11 of our top 25 we really enjoy putting this list together it's some of the most fun we've had, some of the most proud we are of doing something. Real quick, for people that haven't listened to part one, the way we determine this is through the power of mathematics. Math. In researching uh, all different anime series, scoring them based off of cultural impact, industry impact, anime quality, potential anime sales, manga quality, manga sales, everything. We took everything into account. And then, of course, there's going to be a little bias because some of our own stuff is in there. But we tried to make it as objective as possible. But if you even haven't, if you haven't listened to part one, you got to go back. You got to listen to it. Go back mm-hmm. and listen to it, and then you can come back right here at and then two you can minutes get the full scoop on these kangaroos, the kangaroo story. Yep, oh, yeah. yep. The full yeah. You don't even know these people probably are like, what's going on? You don't know how many kangaroos a Guyanan person would have to beat, mm-hmm. or where how was many it? Would you have to fight? It wasn't Guyana? Fourteen. It was Uruguay. Guatemala. Uruguay. Yeah. Uruguay, Uruguay, yeah, yeah, you don't even know. You don't know. So go back, listen to mm-hmm. that, come back, listen to this. But um, there might be yeah, Nazi you, ties on this too, by the way. Yeah, you so gotta, much. you gotta know. Uh, you gotta <laughs> you know how to score with the kangaroo. Never mind. Never mind, that's Argentina. Never mind. <laughs> oh my god, they yeah, might be like, in on Argentina, it. They might bro. be in on it. Oh, true, true. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but real quick, real quick, shout we're out to, to Guyana, do, dude. Shout <laughs> out to Guyana, everybody. We're the second most listened to anime podcast. Well, that was as of. And the beginning of the year we don't know now we don't know we could be number one now who knows but mm. um for everybody listening real quick we're going to go through the last five honorable mentions and then hits number 10 through one our own personal top 10 real quick up to date i'm just going to say honorable mentions real quick and then 25 through 11 it's in ascending or, or it's in yeah ascending order so the last one that I'll, I'll say is number 11 this is a refresher for everyone Honorable mentions last time were Ashinojo, Samurai Champloo, Devilman, My Hero Academia, GTO Great Teacher Onizuka, and then 25 through 11 was Astro Boy, Bleach, Lubin the Third, Hajime no Ippo, Pokemon, Roroni Kenshin, Gintama, Yu Yu Hakusho, Death Note, Gurren Lagann, Berserk, Monster, Cowboy Bebop, Mobile Suit Gundam, and Detective Conan, all said in one breath. So, well done. We are going 
right into things, right into things. With I'll throw it to Demetrius. Congratulations. I'll throw it. Ooh, ooh, congratulations. We might see one of those here in a second, but I'm going to throw it right to Demetrius um, for good old first honorable mention, one that is near and dear to my heart, and it actually, I believe, won Anime of the Year the year it came out. So Demetrius, did it really? Right oh my gosh, yeah, I didn't know that. I think it actually did, which I think well deserved. Yeah, I think I think it deserved it. So the first honorable mention is Your Lie in April, really a show about music and the power of music. Um, a kid who's really talented, who goes through some stuff in his life, and he meets a girl who changes all that. And that's really all I need to say about it. But it's some really uh, good music and emotional series. Slice of life. It got me, yo, it got me into classical music for a bit. I was on a classical kick listening to some Chopin. I love from his one music. rival that plays it. Ooh, excellent. Yeah, it's a piano series, but like Dimitri said, lots of music, lots of positive feels, and just lots of emotional feels in general. You Check might it out. Cry. You, yeah, I cried, bro. But yeah, you um, might cry. The influence, I cried. the influence again. We're going based off of uh, industry influence, cultural influence, anime quality, manga, all, everything for a top 25 anime of all time. The influence might not be there, but the quality is definitely super high up. Next on the list, Saeed, you wanna Next. you wanna Next uh, let these people know? Let these people know what's up. Shinderu, Fist of the North Star. Nani. Yes, Nani. Probably the most recognizable anime meme of all time. Yo, and we're recording this, even though it's coming out a little late. It's coming out the week after. We're recording this the day before Valentine's Day. So, I mean, roses are red, violets are blue. Omaiwamo Shinderu. Oh, a poet. We have a poet. Check it out. But yeah, nothing much to say about it. It's a very classic shonen battle heavy it was back when shonen jump was a little bit more gritty main characters are all i'm i'm assuming they're pretty old they look old they're ripped they're jacked yeah the whole the whole trope of the whole punching real fast going or whatever that came from i think they were the thing like yeah they did that too yeah it's very it's a classic it is one of the most influential shonens out there Battle mm-hmm. Shonen's especially. Everyone had like punk haircuts and everything. It was it was different. The was art's really Mad good Maxi? too in the manga. Yeah. yeah. Very Mad Maxi. I think it, it did get inspired from Mad Max a little bit. And it inspired a series that is in our top 10 list. Uh, at least early on in this particular series life. Yep, yep. That's yep. So it. I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go for the next honorable mention, and it is going to be my, as I've said before, personal favorite anime series of all time. Uh, well, Initial D. a very good meme. Very good meme. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the running in the 90s meme mm-hmm. uh, was excellent. Dude, meme culture with these anime series. But Initial D, my personal favorite anime series of all time. Um, it is next to Wanga Midnight, probably the biggest like motorsports anime series out there uh the definitely the most recognizable and i would even argue it's larger than wangan midnight they're two different types of racing yeah i don't but, even know what the other one was yeah, yeah it's it's all wangan midnight's all about like just super fast cars down the highway initial d is all about kind of what drifting. yeah street racing uh early japanese car culture drifting um it actually a, focuses so on it's a, real it's a good, aspects it's a good fast and furious yeah, it's like a good yeah. version of Fast and Furious. There aren't any heists. There aren't any of that. It, It's all races. It's all people growing through races. It focuses on actual motorsports principles and actual, like, car construction, legitimate parts, legitimate theories behind stuff. Um, it's just a really good, not just show to watch for races, but show to watch for character growth. Seeing a young high schooler realize what his passions are. And it gets referenced in everything. I just beat, like Demetrius Saeed said, there was a meme about it. I just beat Yakuza 7, and one of the side quests at the end is a straight-up initial D reference. Um, so, awesome series. One, my personal favorite of all time. Uh, really put car culture in a different type of light in anime, and is really the only series to have ever done that in anime. So that's where we're here. That's why it's on here. Now... Demetrius, I'm going to let you introduce this one, but I want to give a shout out to someone that has marathoned all of our episodes in like the past however many weeks. 
uh, good old my buddy Jim, good old Jim, uh, because this series, while not on our top 25, he has contacted me, and I believe he commented on our IGN top 25 and said it's his personal favorite series of all time. So it didn't Ooh. make our top 25 list of all time, but excellent taste because it would make our personal top 25 lists of all time, if not top 10, easy, mm-hmm. I believe. So, Demetrius, you want to you wanna go and into we, this real quick? We are talking about none other than Steins Gate. What really makes Steins Gate... Hold on. I thought I heard chips. <laughs> that was weird. Um, what makes Steins Gate really different is the fact that it's time travel, but it does it in such a nuanced way that you have people that are ordinary, really just goofing off, that stumble onto it and really find themselves in a very complicated situation now that they've stumbled on the time travel and all the organizations and world powers that are really vying for it while also you know touching on the meme culture that is like 4chan and forums and uh gotchas and there's there's a lot of interesting things in it it's not going to be for everybody but for a lot of people that enjoy it it's it's a really good time and also not a lot of people realize this but it is based off of a video game uh that came out a light novel of the same name so it's i would think one of the very first successful mainstream adaptations of a video game to anime and i'm not talking the pokemon video game came out and then the anime came out to kind of make up its own story using the principles i'm talking like almost a one-to-one recreation of course it cuts stuff out but yeah yeah light light novels never have anything weird in them what are you talking about i'm gonna give a small shout out just to the fate series yeah of course As an honorable mention, it's not mm-hmm. it's not on our official honorable mention list, but I'm just a little shout out to the Fate series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as a multimedia franchise for sure. And then I also want to shout out Dot Hack because you know one of the first isekai video game series. And then like we kind of mentioned last time, I want to shout out Saint Seiya uh, as an honorable mention. It's pretty much Sailor Moon for boys, and it's pretty awesome. It has a sick theme yeah. song. The Netflix mm-hmm. remake of it, the CG one, is garbage. I've if you've listened to older episodes, oh. <laughs> you'll know my issue with it. But um, that's neither here nor there because we have one more, um, one more honorable mention that actually wasn't really on my list. I forget which one of us suggested putting this on honorable mentions. Oh, I called it out. But as a dedicated, competitive Blue Eyes White Dragon player, I have to say I'm happy to see Yu-Gi-Oh on this list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for ver- same reasons we had Pokemon on the actual list. Yep. At least in the mm-hmm. West, Yu-Gi-Oh is huge. Yep, the show yep. the show was huge. The card game is massive. You you can't go anywhere. I think it propelled card games to another level when it came out. Oh, for sure. Because prior to Yu-Gi-Oh 2, you have to think uh and I mean Pokemon was there as well, but um that kind of had a super global reach. Yu-Gi-Oh was really the first uh it, it came in and it challenged Magic the Gathering. Like it's hard for a property uh, to come in and I don't want to say challenged it in sales or in popularity, but it came in and it's established itself next to some really strong card games, Magic the Gathering and Pokemon, thanks in part to the fact that the anime was a Saturday morning cartoon, so a lot of people probably didn't even know they were watching anime. Yep. And I just want to have your the mind names. Blown. The names aren't even the real names. Yeah. yeah. Joey Wheeler, it's a lie. Junichi? <laughs> Junichi? Mm-hmm. Taya? More like Anzu. Uh, I forget Tristan's name in Japanese, but it's way different. So, I mean, Yugi's kind of the same, though. So, what was Tristan? His name is his name is Honda, like the car. Oh yeah, come on, Honda now. Accord. Honda um, Accord. Go. You, you want to have you want to have your mind blown? Shadow Shadow Realm isn't even a thing. It's not real. That's something something the U.S. made up. People just, just would die death. from Yu-Gi-Oh in Japanese. Yeah, yeah it's just dead. Go look at go died. look at how four kids censored Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, Bandit Keith was still Bandit Keith in Japanese though, which kind of makes me laugh. Yo, but, this um, dude go Bandit look Keith walked kids. up to uh, is it, was his name Pegasus? Is his real name Pegasus? Pegasus. Yeah, yeah. No, walked up no, to him with a gun. His name? his name in English is what Maximilian Pegasus, but in Japanese yeah. we looked it up. It's like Pegasus J Crawford. <laughs> what is yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like both names. Yeah, they both work for Pegasus. He walked but up yeah, to him with American, a gun. 
The what American the with the bandana rolls up with a gun at a card game competition. Hey, you got to do what you got to do to win. Second Amendment. Oh, true. <laughs> hey, hey, let me tell you. Just like they said on that Dave Chappelle special we were talking about. Uh, we can say whatever we want. The First Amendment is first for a reason. But the Second Amendment, bro, it's right there just in case the first one doesn't work out. Let's go. <laughs> Note. We're not going to get into politics, and we're not going to say if we agree with that or there. I'm quoting a Dave Chappelle skit, so true, true, true. Keep keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But anyways, those are our honorable mentions. Bandit Keith definitely believes that. But those are our honorable mentions. Um, Euroline April, Fist of the North Star, also called Hokutono Ken, Initial D, Steins Gate, and Yu Gi Oh. Without further ado, everybody, we are going to be tackling our top, top 10, ten. Top ten anime series of all time remember this does not mean that they are the best anime series of all time because various factors get into it remember this does not mean this is reflective of our own personal top 10 because as you just heard my number one initial d was a honorable mention demetrius's number one yu haka show number 18 was lower on the list yeah so keep that in mind as we go through and i'm just going to doesn't have favorites he just fights yes. the kangaroos. I mean, yep. Saeed's favorite maybe is kind of high up here. <laughs> yep. Yo, Loki, if we actually think about it. Yo, Saeed was, Saeed was puppeting this from the background the whole mm-hmm. time to, to get this happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, starting off at number 10, for these top 10, I'm just going to kind of throw these out here and we can all discuss uh, as we go forward, especially with number 10, because we talked about it kind of extensively on the IGN episode. Yeah. Uh, go yeah. back and listen to that. And it's Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, to paraphrase what I said in the IGN episode before throwing it to you guys, it's a series that I'm not the biggest fan of. Demetrius initially wasn't the biggest fan of, but comes to understand it. Saeed liked it, but regardless of my personal feelings about it, uh, I cannot deny how influential Ava has been on the anime community as a whole. Not just the way the anime is. Because you can probably guess, I scored the Ava anime kind of low. I don't know how Dimitri yeah, scored I it. Yeah, I scored it pretty low. Uh, Saeed, Saeed probably scored it pretty decently. But the impact of Ava, getting people to seek out anime, getting people to talk about what anime is, getting people to dissect a message that may or may not exist, or various messages that may not exist in anime. Ava is so much more than a straightforward show. And like when Netflix picked it up, it was a huge deal. So, enormous. That's how I watched it. Oh, yeah. hmm So, mm-hmm. one of the hardest anime to find before, now one of the most easily accessible. I think it was Robin accessible. favorite anime, actually. I think so. Unfortunately, yeah, that a... explains a lot. <sighs> mm. Damn. I know there's a clip with Robin Williams where, like, from some movie, and he, some kid walks up to him and shows him a toy, and he's like, oh, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And I was like, what? Robin Williams? <laughs> Yeah, what? Uh, huh? <laughs> but, yeah, I cannot deny the impact that this had uh, going beyond what a mech series is. Uh, it pains me to have Gundam underneath Ava. But Ava is just like what we said with Backlog, or not Backlog Bebop, Cowboy Bebop, how it's a, it wanted to define a genre of its own. Ava has almost defined a genre of its own. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yeah, cool, I, cool I angel just echo... Thesis. Yeah, I would just echo uh, Wes's points, but just for me personally, I enjoyed it a lot. That's the only difference. I, I enjoyed Ava a lot. I liked, I liked the unorthodoxness of it, and the very, the ending. I know people debate about. I I enjoyed it. I saw the, I saw the, like the movie after the anime, which made the movie after the actual show, bumped it up for me personally. After I saw that. And we are talking, we are talking it as a franchise, and Demetrius, you and I both do really like the Rebuild movies. The Rebuild movies are high-key, really good. I need to watch those, I haven't seen those. They're really well done, and I think, I think the reason, part of the reason that I really like the Rebuild movies more than I like the series, is for some reason when I was watching Ava, I expected it to be a pure mecha, and it wasn't, by a long shot. That's why I liked it, I think. Yeah, I think I just walked in with expectations and was was let down. But yeah, Gynax, as, as, as so a rebuild, Gynax did, rebuilds are good, really good. 
yeah, so Gynax did Ava, and Gynax eventually turned into Trigger. Um, but before they dissolved and then turned into Trigger and did stuff like Kill a Kill, mm-hmm, um, people moved on from Gynax to Trigger. But before Trigger, that did like Kill a Kill, which is almost a dissection of kind of magical girl, like a more mature magical girl theme, and Little Witch, which is a kind of more magical girl stuff as well, but also just the western idea of magic in general and then they 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 done Gurlagon, which is a dissection of kind of what it means to follow your dreams and be a man quote unquote they did Ava which really dissected different character tropes like characters were written to be tropes in this to almost make fun of certain tropes if that makes sense um mm-hmm. yeah i can see so, it i mean i know it's so there. the so the DNA, even though I kind of clumsily worked through it in reverse, the DNA of Ava trying to break down certain tropes has continued on throughout this day into stuff that Studio Trigger has done, um, which I think is a nice way to, way to wrap up number 10. And I'll throw this, yeah, I'll just throw it out, like I said, to number 9, uh, that Demetrius, you were really shocked that wasn't on the IGN list. Um, oh yeah, me too. Oh yeah, I, I, and I, yeah, and Saeed. I'm still, I'm still so, kind of in shock that an anime. To be, honest, on, oh, yeah, yeah, to be honest, yeah, yeah. To be honest, number nine, Attack on Titan. Everybody's heard of Attack on Titan. Honestly, I'm surprised that it didn't win anime of the decade because it should have. Yeah, in terms of they gave it to Demon yeah, Slayer. Yeah, yeah sh- which is our number one Demon series. Slayer. Just yeah, kidding. Shut up. Like it's <laughs> Attack on Titan. Any anime expo or or convention you went to, you would see people in scouts, uh, cosplay jackets, hoodies. The anime literally went worldwide with how it united humanity and and gave them a common enemy of a titan, which for some reason. All cultures were united that saying, whoa, these titans are, you know, bad juju. And the the story itself just propelling uh, the characters and putting them through some really harsh storytelling at times is very engaging to watch alongside the music and the animation that is unparalleled by Studio Wit. Mm-hmm. Unparalleled. You want to talk about getting chills watching a show? Attack on Titan season one was literally chills. Yep. I remember how many times I watched that first episode because I didn't. I couldn't yeah. believe what I was watching. I was like, what, Dude, "What's going on?" Yeah. Season when, one, when episode the music one, hit and how that episode ended, I was like, "This show is going to be something, something else." Yeah, and I can't, I can't say what happens in episode five, but when that happened, even if it's an anime and you've seen a hundred plus, a hundred plus, a thousand, you see that and you're like. Whoa! What did the story just do? How how are they gonna come yep. back from this? Mm-hmm. And it just it and it's just a, different. It's a masterpiece. It's a prime example of a series that, as of us recording this, it's not done yet, but it's about to end. So yep. we pretty much have a general we have a general feel of what's about to happen, and we have a general feel of the direction it's going. Um, Attack on Titan. While it's probably what. Outside of My Hero, which was an honorable mention, it's probably the newest series on this list. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is incredible what it did for anime in the West. Absolutely yeah, I was about, incredible. I was about to say, it, it, it's, it's probably responsible for this resurgence, this boom that we've been seeing from anime. It's all tied back to Attack on Titan. Yeah, especially, especially the fans in the younger generation. There's definitely, yeah. like, I won't say there's it's gotten rid of the stigma but like the younger generation it's it's okay or sometimes cool to watch anime because of some of these really popular shows that came out and attack on titan is a major chunk of that mm-hmm. yeah i mean you look at gateway series which we can do a whole episode on down the road like we're talking the dragon balls the naruto's in some cases the one pieces uh the bleach recently pokemon, Bl- pokemon black clover my hero these shonen series that i don't want to say cookie cutter but they're all kind of cut from the same cloth of different of of common themes that make them easy to watch easy to get into and kind of start your anime adventures with um attack on titan was a gateway anime 
that might that might not have or might not deserve i don't want to say deserve how am i trying to say this it's not your traditional gateway anime and for all intents and purposes probably shouldn't be a gateway anime but it showed people that anime can be more than just those shonen series right yeah right even though it is shonen yeah it's Mm -hmm. almost like a seinen shonen to a degree similar to the whole death note thing we talked about last week yeah yeah uh so attack on titan straight up it changed the game for anime in the West. Um, 100%. Without question. It opened the door to Hot Topics becoming anime stores almost. Mm-hmm. To an uptick in anime sales. It really helped launch anime streaming. The legitimacy of anime streaming websites. Mm-hmm. Like Attack on Titan. It's new. We don't know the long term uh impact it's going to have on the industry when it comes to but hold on inspiring hold on. new series and everything but there's another what there's it's another done piece. is enough there's another mm-hmm. piece to attack on titan where it was gone if you remember from season one when season one aired it was gone for a while like a couple oh, yeah, of years right. two to three maybe four years and then it came back and it was just as popular like that's mm-hmm. not something most series can do Mm-hmm. Yep. Everything that we kind of talked about, sustaining a fan base, um, opening new doors for the industry in different places. Potentially, we'll see how it does with inspiring new series. But I mean, look at series like Kaiju Number no. Eight, new manga series coming out that are clearly uh, Decadence, which was an exclusive anime, clearly inspired by Attack on Titan. Heck, it even, is a new uh, series that is accelerated the- so quickly. Even the new, uh, the same studio, Wit, they made their own offshoot, which was uh, oh, Cabinary. Cabinary. Yeah, Cabinary of the, yeah, Iron, of Fortress. the Iron Fortress. Mm-hmm. Also definitely so, inspired. Yeah, it is. Attack on Titan, while it hasn't been around long enough, which or it hasn't been around for a while, which is what we've talking about, been talking about, it has done in a short amount of time what very, it's very rare for shows to do what it did in a short amount of time. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But while number Attack eight, on Titan, <laughs> uh, number eight, while Attack on Titan has not been around for a relatively long amount of time, number eight has. And when we mentioned Fist of the North Star inspiring a series in our top ten, it this is that series. It's JoJo's Bizarre Adventure by the ageless Araki. Um, the vampire. First of all. Yeah, I was like, he's, he's a, a vampire, vampire bro. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, But JoJo's Bizarre Adventure by Hirohiko Araki has been, I think it was in the 80s when it started going on. Early mm-hmm. 80s, maybe. Yeah. It has been a series that has, at least for me, and I, you guys I think would agree, uh, shown that it can adjust as time goes on. Not just in art style, but in storytelling forms. Shifting mm-hmm. from main character to main character to main character while keeping them all tangentially related through a shared bloodline. It kind of started that trend that even things like Mobile Suit Gundam Age tried to replicate. Um, meme-worthy. Every moment is meme-worthy mm-hmm. from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it There's was a, a cultural resurgence force. resurgence when the new anime started coming out. Before that, yeah. JoJo was kind of very, very low-key. In the West, it was niche for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So here, while JoJo's has influenced meme culture in general and a bunch of other series, the anime especially really brought it back into the limelight. Mm-hmm. Yep, David Productions did a excellent job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think people realize all these episodes that you're watching of JoJo. These stories were written years ago. I'm There's even like- an. The old decades OVA. ago. The old yeah. OVA about like yeah. part three. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Very different. But it's the yep. same story. Yep. Mm-hmm. So just like a lot of the villains in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the anime and the franchise itself uh seems to be ageless. If you're interested in watching it, it is a very weird, very quirky, very, very up and down. Very bizarre. Very bizarre series. Uh but I think it's undisputed um, that it belongs to be on this list. It belongs being on this list. 
and it has a place in the pantheon of most influential anime in the industry and most beloved anime amongst anime watchers yep. so yeah real quick i don't think there's much to say other than that on jojo's uh so we're moving on to number seven and i'm gonna toss it to you guys for hunter hunter which was on the ign list as well it was on the ign list it was a little higher on the ign list but for me personally there's two specific anime in my opinion on our list that are quote-unquote as perfect as you can get and hunter hunter was one of them the only reason it's not as high at least for whenever i did anything is impact compared to these other series but i couldn't let the fact that it's one of the most perfect stories i've ever witnessed both animation wise story wise characters and all that so i had to put hunter hunter on this list this high yeah mm-hmm. and it, i think it i think it deserves that place um, because it solidified, especially the 2011 version. Yes. When when Madhouse redid the animations and the voice acting and got the music back in, Hunter Hunter 2011 was popping on my anime list and anywhere that was talking about anime. And you yes. see the title and you're like, what is Hunter Hunter? I avoided it specifically for years because i didn't understand what it was just based on the title and then i finally decided to watch it and i beat myself up because i because i avoided it for years it's really good Mm -hmm. it's a 10 100 percent. it's a 10 it's 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 togashi taking yu yu Hakusho and like perfecting his art form of storytelling and characters in my opinion Mm -hmm. there's very there's a lot of references you can connect to yu yu Hakusho and hunter Hunter, but it's like another level Again, yep. some of the greatest villains are in a Hunter Hunter. Togashi Characters is, are fantastic. Togashi is really troop. good Oof. at writing villains. Just Complex writing villains. In general. I think Togashi mm. might be one of the best at writing gray characters in Shonen. Like ha- yeah. even having your protagonist be not pure good, not pure yeah. evil, but like Ooh. that delicate balance. It's very hard to do. Mm-hmm. You know what else he's the greatest at, though? Hiatus. Hiatus, baby. <laughs> hiatus. Two hiatus. years. There's uh, a reason why maybe... whenever he comes back up with the volume, his volume, his, the, the manga sells for Hunter Hunter go up to the top ten of all uh, of the year. There's a reason. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, perhaps the fact that it's impossible to ten, tell when we can even get a continuation to this story is one of the reasons it's a little lower on this list. That too, yes. But you can't detract from just how crazy good it it's is. One of the most perfect series. shonen I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Or watched, not read. Yeah, I was going to say, whoa, you read it? Dang. <laughs> I did read some of it, but... The anime... This is this is one of the rare cases where the anime is so much better than the manga. Even There's though the manga is really good that too. Should be, that should be an episode. Look up... Yeah. Look up Hunter Hunter. Look up Hunter Hunter funny panels. And this man straight drew like stick figures for some of them. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And he's I'm allowed to put that have, stuff out. He'll have a whole because page. Because he's so good. Yeah. He'll he's have good. a whole page where it's a character's face in the corner and the entire page is just one big text bubble. But they'll let yeah, him put it spare, out. Double page spreads of just text. Mm-hmm. But they'll let him do it because it's that interesting and that beloved for people um moving on number six the last one before we actually hit our top five uh which by the way uh these top 10 while we scored them uh we're pretty proud of them being in the top 10 in general and Mm -hmm. could easily come up with arguments that they should be higher or lower within this num within this ranking right uh, in the top 10 so keep that in mind because this this number six um this number six series, we were talking about gateway anime earlier with Attack on Titan. This might be our generation's main gateway anime. Yes. And and that is Naruto. Naruto. Not yes. Naruto Shippuden. Not just Naruto, but the complete Naruto as yes. a series. Yeah. Um, Very influential. You, it's it's didn't end that long ago. I think it ended about seven years ago, six seven years ago. 
it, yeah. it already influenced some of the biggest series now in uh my hero and all that in black clover and my hero. the next generation that came right after naruto was inspired by naruto basically. yeah we're in the generation of mangaka that are writing manga and putting out anime based like you said on naruto and that's right why everybody now. was calling Midoriya from My Hero Academia Green Naruto. Yep, it's true. Um, you can't tell me that you never heard of Naruto if you're an anime fan. You can't well, tell Naruto me that you didn't want a headband. The Naruto, Naruto might be the second most popular anime franchise of all time. Mm-hmm. And it still goes strong. It still goes strong to this day. It has everything that you would want from a major shonen series. The underdog story, the power-ups, the somewhat tournament arcs through certain training stuff they do. The rivals. Um, Pretty good character writing as well, I will will have to admit. Pretty good. Yeah. Villains are really good, too, in Naruto. Yeah, it just has an issue. Most of them. It just has an issue of kind of botching the way that those encounters are resolved. But... If you want to hear more about Naruto, we have straight up like three hours worth of Naruto content in mm-hmm. a series of episodes where we broke down arc by arc, spoilers, no spoilers, Ninja War, pre-Ninja War, Shippuden, everything. So you can go back and listen to that. But Naruto, it's... When I started actually legitimately getting into anime and manga, my first most impactful memory was picking up a copy of Shonen Jump, the magazine, back when in the U.S. you could get the printed magazine, opening it up to a random page, and it was the episode, or it was the chapter, where Sasuke threw that demon windmill shuriken at Zabuza, and it misses, but then he turns into Naruto, Mm because he was just transformed or something, and that left such an impact on me that it really got me into the community as a whole. Hey, I'm not going to lie. I got so the Naruto because he did thank the sexy you, jutsu. I mean, shoot. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait a You're, second. I what mean, is this? I mean, hey. Uh, but but I, yeah. stayed for, I stayed for the other things. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Naruto, number six. Uh, I think it's pretty pretty easy for us to say there. And now, dear, dear listeners, we are in our top five. And kicking off the top five... The wife has surpassed both works of the husband. Well, the yeah. husband being Yoshihiro oh, Purely Togashi. on, purely like, on that's, uh, impact. That's a real life thing. On impact. Yes, yes, yes. The the wife being... I'm sorry, I forget your name. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the woman who wrote Sailor Moon. You cannot tell me Sailor Moon is, one, is not one of the most impactful anime series of all time. You can't. You can't tell me it's not up there. Had oh. to be top five. Naoko Takeuchi. Uh, okay, shout out to Naoko Takeuchi. Takeuchi, but you can't tell me this. When you think of shojo series, series aimed at girls, Sailor Moon is the series. Yeah, not it's even, another not one of those. Question. Yeah, it was another one that was on Toonami for a bit, right? Yeah. With the English dub, Sailor Moon is it is shojo in the West, right? Yes, mm-hmm. it is the quintessential magical girl, which is its own little subset of genre with like Pretty Cure and a bunch of other stuff. It is the quintessential magical girl series. the The anime is getting it consistently gets refreshes. Sailor Moon Crystal was pretty well reviewed. It was almost like a remake of the original. Uh, the merchandise is there. The fans are there. Actually, what else not can you too say? long ago, in 2020, it had a uh, hashtag challenge in Instagram and Twitter, Sailor Moon Redraw. It was, oh, it was that is really true. big. Mm-hmm. That is true. And another series on this list had a redraw challenge, too, which we'll get into in a bit. But with this top five, uh, when we talk about it, and Sailor Moon is the perfect series to start the top five out with to talk about it, it's again not just best anime of all time. It is what has the series done for anime. Yes. And Sailor oh, Moon. Did you, did you talk about the conventions, bro? Oh, any dude, convention? How you many go to, Sailor Scouts are you seeing at conventions? Exactly. Bro? Everywhere. So many. You can't miss it. It's impossible. Shout we out, go to, man. 
Oh, this is a side note, but since you brought up conventions, I'm pretty sure KatsuCon would have been this weekend. Oh, Oof. the weekend, yeah. Man, you'd go to KatsuCon, you'd go to the Gaylord, and there'd be infinite amount of people dressed up as Sailor Moon. We'd go to Otakon, and that whole big staircase inside the convention center. Yep. They'd have the same. It'd be only Sailor Scouts for the mm-hmm. the photo shoot. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Sailor yep. Moon. You, you might not know what anime is, but you probably know what Sailor Moon is. Mm hmm. It's true. Mm hmm. So it's it's the perfect series to start the top five out with because when you're thinking of an anime series that has done more for the genre than anything else or more for the medium than anything else, Sailor Moon is up there. Um, similarly, going into number four, Saeed, you and I hyped on this series, bro. Oh, yes. In the, in the beginning, last episode, what number was it? We talked about Hajime no Ippo at 22 being tied for number one sports series of all time. Yes. Number four on our list. Also, we mentioned Vagabond when we were talking about um, manga artists. Vagabond is by... It, it's the, the, These two series share a mangaka. Takio Number four Inoue. on our list yep. is it's Slam Dunk. Yeah, it's Inoue, yeah. Slam, Slam Dunk. dunk. Said, let them know everything about Slam Dunk here. Slam Dunk is how it sounds. It's a, it's a basketball series. <laughs> <laughs> Both anime and manga are fantastic. Um, Hanamichi, the main character, probably in my personal top three favorite manga characters, main characters of all time. I love that guy so much. It has huge influence, not only just in uh, the sports manga or anime. It had a collab with Jordan. The only Jordans I want are those slam yep, dunk I Jordan agree. sixes. Yep. Dude, I found him for 600 and was like, ooh. Ooh. Oh. Man, if I didn't get into AMC, I could probably could have just bought it. Oh. Dog. Oh, never mind. I'm going to yellow buy it after this. Oh. <laughs> Yo. Not just sports series, though. Think about sports in Japan. The influence. Oh, yeah. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, it boosted the popularity of basketball so much single-handedly. Just this random manga slash anime. Basketball became like the thing back then. The art you'd is watch fantastic an anime. Too. Yeah, you'd watch an anime episode of Slam Dunk, and in the middle, he'd explain rules about basketball to you. There are what? What's the other big basketball series? Kuroko no Basket. Kuroko no Basket. Yeah, it's cool, but you get to a point, and it's really good. You get to a point where it's like superpowers, and people have different skills and stuff. No, people Slam get Dunk straight up deaths. Yep, Slam Dunk, Slam Dunk is straight preaches fundamentals. fundamentals. Mm-hmm. It is Fun incredible. Fun fact, though, uh, Inoue is in love with basketball to the point where as he's doing Vagabond. That's been on pause for a while, but at the same time as Vagabond, he was doing this uh, manga called Real, which is about paraplegic basketball. It's also a good story. Really it's good. very good. I didn't know that. But he's a huge basketball fan. Mm-hmm. So, Slam Dunk huge for the sports anime world huge for sports world in japan in general and it was and it had ended for a long time but when was it Saeed? two years ago or something they released an anniversary editions of the manga volumes oh yeah it was like top five that, sales yeah Shoo. top five it, it came out it comes swinging back, again it's it it's so popular still they they announced the movie that's coming out which i'm pretty sure is going to yep. do really well as well I am excited for that movie, man. Slam Dunk. So, Sailor Moon at 5 really brought the Maho Shoujo, the magical girl, and Shoujo demographic into the Western limelight especially. Slam Dunk really pushed the Western sport of basketball in the East, unlike anything ever before. Yes. But number 3. Number 3 impacted both worlds. And that is Dragon Ball as a franchise. Oh, so yes. So we're talking Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball GT, Dragon Ball Super. We have talked incredible amounts on this series, on this podcast. So there's not much more to say than what we have typically said. Yes, but just think about this. The most famous anime of all time. Not even close. Mm-hmm. Yep. To, to yeah. ignore what Akira Toriyama has put out, 
and not put it in the top 10, we couldn't do that. Yeah, Mm-mm. IGN, I don't know what the hell you were thinking. Do you guys oh, like tournament oh. arcs? Do you, guys, do you guys like tournament arcs in your series? Have you seen a tournament arc in your series? Because Dragon Ball was the first one to really pioneer that. Yep, Dragon you guys Ball. Like, you guys like power-ups? You guys like power-ups in your series? Because Dragon Ball was the, the first Dragon real one Ball. to do that. <laughs> also Dragon you guys Ball. Like, uh, you guys like multi-generational characters? Go, Goku is a kid, to Goku is a teen, to Goku is an adult, to Goku's son, to Goku's son is a teen? They, Dragon Ball. Boom. Mm-hmm. You like you like crazy fights where people teleport and do crazy techniques? Also Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball The Pivot in it, it it influenced like the entire generation of the big three, all those mangaka. Every yep. single one. All of three them. of them. Yeah. Cite Toriyama. All three of them. So mm-hmm. how it how you exclude it from a top ten, let alone a top five. It doesn't make sense. Dragon Ball was gone for how long? How long was oh, Dragon Ball gone? Oh my gosh! It was it was gone for like at least a decade. To, it might be two decades, dude. Because Japan ended. Japan ended. I think. Yep. Or, yeah, yeah and then you get the Z ended in. Well, Z ended in the nineties, didn't it? Yeah, Z, yeah, Z GT ended, ended in 96, 96. and then GT... One of them. Both of them ended in the 90s. I'll just say At that. least a dozen yeah. years then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so it's gone at least a dozen years. It comes back with Battle of the Gods and Resurrection F, two movies that blow the box office up. It comes back with Dokkan Battle right after Resurrection <laughs> F comes out. It has which to be Dokkan Battle. <laughs> Dude, I always got to throw it in there. But... You have a series that's gone for 12 years and they just drop a random bubble-popping card-collecting mobile game that is consistently one of the top-grossing mobile games. Period. Like, talk about sustained success. You go to an anime convention, how many Dragon Ball figures do you see? That's all you yeah. see, dude. They're, they're how- everywhere. Mm-hmm. You can find Dragon Ball Dragon figures Ball- for anywhere from like 6 bucks to like 80 or more. Depending yep. on what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball is it influenced a whole generation. It continues to influence a whole generation. It came back with Super and all the projects surrounding Super stronger than ever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a as a matter of fact, Otacon, there was a whole uh, Dragon Ball tour in the U.S. Yep. a couple of years ago, and they had a Shenron, they had the World Tournament stage, Frieza, Vegeta, Goku, like life size. Some of her most fire group pictures are from that, from the Nimbus yep. one. The, exactly. the, Nimbus the Nimbus where it was like, you can only have three people on it. And we were like, but we got five. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, whatever. Dude, it's before the, before One Piece Stampede and before the Demon Slayer movie really took off. Bro, Dragon Ball Super Broly was it. Yeah. That movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it killed it in the U.S. box office. Let alone the Japanese box office. I think I watched seeing it two DB- or three times in theaters. Yeah, seeing it in theaters was an electric experience. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So no way Dragon Ball isn't a top f- ten, five, three series ever. Um, mm-hmm. But number two, number two is for as much influence and as much sales and sustained success and sustained is sustained interest as Dragon Ball has had um, over time. Number two is probably the modern equivalent of it. And Saeed, you somehow were able to get this at number two, even though mm-hmm. it scored, again, because we used our math. Hey, man, I tried to be we... as objective as possible just so this wouldn't <laughs> happen, but it just ended up this way. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. Even though it all averaged out from all our individual scores um, to be here, number two is One Piece. Oh, yeah. I, I did a whole off-the-top-of-my-head freestyle episode about One Piece, so if you're interested, to go back and watch that. That's probably my proudest yeah, no moment notes. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one piece every arc is covered. No so notes. influential. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm just gonna drop some numbers the f- our fans probably don't know about. But one piece after this year, it's going to be the second best selling comic book of all time. It is cor- currently has about 480 million copies sold. It's about to beat Batman. Batman has about 484 million. So after this year, according to trends, one piece sells between. 7 and 12 million volumes a year, depending on how many volumes get released. So after this year, a Japanese manga is going to be the second best-selling 
comic book of all time, including all DC, Marvel, and everything, which is kind of wild. And also... By one Oda, guy. By one Oda's guy. About yeah, to by enter, one dude. By one guy. And Oda's about to enter top 10 most selling authors in the history of humanity. Get that through your heads, listeners. History of humanity. He's about to enter the top 10 best selling authors of all time. Which is insane. It's it. I don't. I don't know if it's ever going to be done. I don't. One Piece is so unique because it's been going on for so long and it's been getting better and better. It's kind of unprecedented. I actually just caught up today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Nice. Hey, there we go. And the the thing is, the argument where people make One Piece is, and this goes for any long series like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure is kind of long. Any Gundam franchise, the Gundam franchise, long. Dragon Detective Ball, Conan, long, like, right? on our list. Uh, Hajime Upo on our list. These uh, are Gintama. all really long series. Gintama. Yeah, Gintama, long. really long. The argument that a, a series is too long to start doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. Because that it just, doesn't. the fact that it has that, that sustained it. success means that it was good that whole time, bro. Okay. Okay, listeners, listeners, just, just, just hear hear me out. Hear me out. If you had a really good piece of food, don't you always wish there was more of it? Well, guess what? These are really good shows, and there's more of it. It's the best of both worlds. Right. It's like I'm looking forward to the ending of One Piece, but at the same time, I don't ever want it to end. Oh, and One if Piece cries. Sense. I already said it. I mean, when when One Piece ends, I will probably. I'm taking be the week off. Yeah, I was I'm like, taking I'm, the week off. It's, I'm not even joking. Hurt. I'm probably gonna take the week off. Two weeks, maybe the Saeed, week before. Saeed's and week gonna after. be gone. Not even joking. Not even joking, dude. One Piece is huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's there's literally, as if you take our number one series off of this list, and even considering our number one series, there is nothing like One Piece. Straight the up. only reason yeah. One Piece isn't actually rated as high for me overall is because of the inconsistency of the anime. That's the only thing that was holding it back. Yep. Yep. For me personally, mm-hmm. that that really hurts. One hundred percent agree. But I had to be. I had to be real about that. I had to say, even though I still enjoy the anime a lot, and me personally, I'd rate it higher. But I'm like, objectively, it's not. It's not there. So that's why it's. And it's also. It, it's also in a weird spot for me. Sometimes, especially with you, you mentioned the inconsistency of the anime because the manga for me, I read the manga. There are times where I'm reading the manga and I would rather watch it animated. And there are times where I'm watching it animated, but I'd rather be reading. The oh, manga. yeah. So yep. there is oh, yeah. there is a weird consistency with things. Yeah, that's one of the um, only ones that I flip flop between. Mm-hmm. But oh, yeah, you literally like people say, oh, you can't point to sales. That's how popular it is. It, yeah getting into it might be tough for people but trust me when when you can have a moment like i did with the current arc the wano arc and i'm sure saeed and i've talked about it too demetrius and i talk about it when you can have a moment where you're reading something right you're reading a chapter or you're watching an episode because the wano arc anime adaptation is incredible um, yep. movie quality for the anime adaptation movie quality yep when you can have a moment right where you read or watch something and you realize that it's been the culm- it's the culmination of over a decade of something and it's all tied up and led to a certain thing like that that's something special which i can't even imagine yep. by the end of the series when it ties everything up i'm like this is going to be pretty insane oh yeah mm-hmm. you can't beat it it is it is it is a masterclass in world development in being patient and having confidence in your work. Oh yeah. Um, There's always a saying. When you com- don't don't doubt Oda. Even though you're reading a chapter, you're be like, "What the hell's going on? Why is it going like this?" At the end of the day, somehow this man pulls it off, ties it all together. It's crazy because mm-hmm. I've I've laughed a lot uh, reading and watching it. I've been emotional. I don't I don't think I've been. I think One Piece might have been might be the show that made me cry the most actually. Most amount of times, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's... One Piece is as close as you can get to the complete package on a franchise with everything. And we talked about how there's 
full-size Gundams, there were One Piece theme parks, bro. Yo, Come it's on true. Now. It's true. There were stage plays at Universal Studios when Stampede came out. Come on now. And Netflix mm-hmm. is throwing mad money on a live-action adaptation for One Piece. We're talking Game of Thrones money. Fingers crossed. On, on, fingers on, crossed on, it's good, please. On One Piece. Hey, fingers crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, but with that being said, what could top our top five? What series could potentially be number one? And it, while we were making this list and this series ended up at number one, it was at this point we realized that for all the gripes we had with the IGN list, there was one thing that we agreed with them on, and that is the fact that our number one anime series of all time is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Yes. Yep. I was we saying before that there, I, there was only two series here, anime-wise, where I thought they were, quote-unquote, as perfect as you can get. Hunter Hunter, and this, the, the other one was Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, there, now, there's something again, about it. Again, the caveat exists that this does not mean that we think it's the best anime series of all time. But... When we were objectively trying to think about what series would we say is the number one anime series of all time, using cultural impact, industry impact, how much we liked it, how much other people seemed to like it, the the input of others, when we were really objectively thinking about it, it came down to the fact that Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, like Saeed said, is one of the most perfect stories that he's ever watched or read, because... If you've listened to any of our other episodes, it establishes its own rules and it follows its rules all the way through, whether you like it or not. Narratively, right. it is yep. airtight. And it is it is one of the it's 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 a completed series too, which mm-hmm. like solidifies its greatness because some series have trouble closing out, especially a shonen. Oh yeah. Big, mm-hmm. big time. And it, I mean it's just one of those but, stories that's very easy to get someone into it's it's really a gateway you can get yeah. someone into full metal alchemist brotherhood and they can watch it from start to finish and enjoy it there's depth to it, it could be so many great characters the perfect it's so good mm-hmm. the dub is good the mm-hmm. sub is good i mean there's when you look at full metal alchemist brotherhood as a whole there's not many areas that you can fault it Right. Even if you try really hard, you you really have to nitpick and go through with like a really fine tooth comb to nitpick it. Mm-hmm. Because again, thinking about what makes a top anime series of all time, right? We always harp on, and I'm going to say it again, we always harp on following your own rules. And whether or not you like the ending of Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, whatever you think about the ending, it is perfectly in line with the themes of the show with some of that weird meta type of messaging and metaphorical stuff that Japanese animation likes to put in their work sometimes, like the Dora Truth and all that, it is narratively tight. It is culturally recognized as one of the greatest anime of all time. And here is where, similar to the One Piece argument, I make the argument that the idea that a series being so universally loved means that it can't be number one is stupid. So many people like it for a reason. Yep. Yeah. It can't it can't just be like a, a cult classic and somehow be number one. That that means a lot of people you haven't given uh, it yeah. the 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 like the demographic or the horizon to for a whole bunch of people to see it. So it it can't necessarily be the best in that realm either. Mm-hmm. Like, I love Initial D. Demetrius loves Yu Yu Hakusho. Saeed loves Berserk, One Piece, Monster, Naoki Urasawa stuff. But Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, if you had to take somebody who had never seen or never watched anime before, like Demetrius said, as a gateway anime, and sit them down and have them watch one anime to define what anime is, the storytelling, the character development, the action, the animation quality, the way it wraps itself up and follows its own rules... What else is there other than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? The number one anime series of all time needs to be universal because it needs to be that series you can point to and say, this is the anime series. And as much as we love every other anime series out there, what else other than Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? Yeah. 
let us know in the comments. But yeah. True. Because uh, this, again, is not our own personal list. This is our all-time list. So what's your all-time list? Uh, what are your criteria for all-time list? What are your thoughts on our all-time list? Breaking it down, our top 10 again. We have Neon Genesis Evangelion at 10, Attack on Titan at 9, the entirety of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure at 8, Hunter x Hunter at 7, the entirety of Naruto at 6, the entirety of Sailor Moon at 5, Slam Dunk at 4, the entirety of the Dragon Ball franchise at 3, all of One Piece at 2, and Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood at 1. So, in closing, what do you guys think about making this list? How, how are you feeling about it? Bro, this was hard, to be honest. Mm-hmm. like there's it's very difficult and i know we were clowning on ign but i definitely have to give them a shout out and a lot of respect for putting themselves out there and trying to make a list that encapsulates like the top anime of all time because it's really hard to look at anything that involves uh your personal feelings objectively it's hard for me to see you Hawk show at number 18. Um, but if I'm going to compare it to series of all time, it, it makes sense. And there's some in the top 10 that we could easily have an argument about and try to try to like move the spaces around. But overall, yep. it was really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was hard to come up with, but I'm kind of glad we came up or decided to go about it kind of scientific slash mathematically that helped a lot actually after mm-hmm. that happened oh yeah because our lists were way different it was way yeah. different before yeah mm-hmm. and just a peek behind the curtain what was it there were 19 unanimous series that we had on this list yeah all of us had 19 or so we had like 19 unanimous uh so that means four. six wild cards <laughs> yeah well no it was because it was 19 unanimous series and then there were four where two out of three people had it. And then there were two that we had to kind of talk about individually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in general, like when we looked at it objectively, it was pretty, we, we, we were all pretty on the same page. So Ranking yeah. it was the issue. Uh, we had no yeah. problem Ranking, putting yeah. these on the top 25, but like actually ranking That's where math. the issue. Yeah. That's where the math came in. <laughs> And there's there's quite a few but, things that we we talked about that never made the list and we didn't talk about. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But hey, that's saving it for future projects because everybody what this has made us realize uh on top of how hard it is to make a list is that we want to approach introducing some of our favorite series in different genres in a different way. So super look forward to you know us kind of coming up with a new format of podcasts for a little bit down the road, of course, because we're still trying to iron things out uh, to introduce more quote unquote top series in a more unranked way. Right. This has really opened our eyes to things that we wanted to include things. We didn't want to include all that, but this did take a little bit out of us. We, we worked hard on this and we appreciate all you guys for listening. So next week we will be taking a break, but do not worry because we have, uh we have quite quite some we have quite a few good episode ideas you know uh, i think there's going to be an evolution in specific things you guys know what i'm talking about <laughs> yep. uh, I'm, I'm for dinner i'm eating rice and you say uh in, in japanese rice is uh gohan i mean gohan oh so gosh I'm, Ooh. I'm, you can't see me now but i'm tutting oh my Ooh. god gonna close this up <laughs> Uh, you Interpretive know, dance. Uh, gonna take, gonna <laughs> take a little break. Gonna take a little break next week. You know, maybe get sealed in the mafuba. Uh, <laughs> the, the next episode is gonna be a Dragon Ball Evolution live action review. So get ready for that. But we are taking a break next week. Again, thanks to everybody for listening, uh, for following along on this really month long process of hammering down a top twenty five of all time. Follow us on Bebop at Babbop. Man, I can't even talk right now. <laughs> at at Babop Beanter. No. At Bebop Banter on Instagram. Um, comment below not just this, but last week's post with some of your favorites. Maybe go back last week, do twenty five to eleven, do this week, maybe ten to one. Or just Ooh. a couple that you 
are happier on there maybe would have liked to see included. We read them. We'll answer back to them. You know uh, what? That's we all never, we never really asked for this, but it's been a while since we asked. Um, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Oh, true. Tell us what you think. Five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We're sitting at a five right now, I believe. We're sitting at a five right now. Tell so your friends over. about us. If you watch anime, uh-huh. go share it around. Yo, we read, about it. We'll read it on the podcast. We'll read it on the podcast. Uh, but... Like, if you've been listening to us, you know that we record this in bulk. We've just recorded two top 25 episodes of all time. It's time for us to go take a break. My name was Wes. This was Demetrius Saeed. You guys know it. Say. To be continued. (laughs) To be continued. (laughs) Bebop don't stop. Peace.